This episode is brought to you ad-free. Thanks to all our wonderful patrons. You can get tons of exclusive content and help us keep the show going by joining patreon.com slash shonenflop. Welcome to Shonenflop Chibi, first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of a series we'll be covering in depth next week with our guest Colton, a.k.a. Sniper King. Yo, ho, ho. You know, really, the real Sniper Island is in my heart. It's true. <laughs> I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is my lovely co-host, David. Say hi, David! Hi, David. What series are covering this week, David? Ichigoki's Under Control, which was probably the most blatantly this is not going to last 25 chapters manga I have ever seen published in Shonen Jump. This is like one of the first manga, it might be the first one, where I read the, I caught it with the first chapter and I immediately knew it was going to get canceled. Immediately. Yeah. It was so obvious. Yeah, I don't understand how this got published. This is embarrassing. This is very bad. It's like that One Piece quote where it's like, frankly, as a person, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, it was in the same round. I remember there were like four manga that were coming out at the same time. It was Ichigoki's Under Control, Fabricant 100, Cypher Academy, and some like that Family Secret. I don't remember the first part. Any of those still running? Uh, Family Sins is still running. I figured. I think that that was the only one that had any legs. And it, I didn't think it was. I thought it was the worst one. I stopped reading it after like half a chapter. And then someone was like, nah, it gets better at the end of the chapter. And then I read it I'm like, oh, OK, this does get a lot more interesting at the end of the chapter. It's kind of like them making a Chainsaw Man where it's about the guy who did Kepi's last in where it's essentially somebody who made a really fucked up manga. And they're like, why don't you make something in Shonen Jump just to see if they could make Lightning Strike twice? Because like no one expected the dude who made Fire Punch to make one of the most popular Shonen Jump series in modern history. Yeah. The other ones, let's see, Fabricate 100, I could just tell. Oh, that's still going, actually. Oh, it is? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that one's also running. People think it may be wrapping up, but it actually is still going. I am surprised to hear that because the concept, if you like take a wide view, was like kind of good, but the storytelling was just so bad. The backgrounds were so sparse. Everything was just very suboptimal. Cypher Academy, of course, as David has mentioned, the translator quit because that is untranslatable. Yeah. And there was this one, which was written by Ayashi Seiji. It ran from November 28. 2022 to April 17th, 2023, were 19 chapters and two volumes. So just barely missing the U19 club, hitting the exactly 19 club. Yes, it is not O19 or U19. It is 19. Exactly. Right, officer? Ah, <laughs> uh, I also wanted to say, by the way, uh, when I Googled the series to see like when it was published, one of the pictures Google brought up was Dr. Slump, which essentially is a much better version of this series, which it's just I mean, it's not really fair to compare something to Dr. Slump, but it doesn't help it that I'm reading Dr. Slump right now. No, which, you know, Dr. Slump is one of the most beloved manga of all time. Yeah. Isn't it crazy the dude who made Dr. Slump made something that is way more famous despite how famous Dr. Slump is? Yeah, and it's also like one of the things that I love about Dragon Ball that didn't get carried into Dragon Ball Z is how goofy it is. Yeah. And that definitely comes from Dr. Slump. But anyway, as you can tell, we're not talking the current manga, which might be a big sign for how we feel about it. Yeah, well, let's say what's what's going on in this pile of shit. Uh... 
Kai Ichigoki is a teen boy about to start high school when one day he sees his childhood friend, young scientist Misao, shrunk down to the size of a small doll, which is definitely not the author's fetish. She wanted to live in her dollhouse, but is now stuck this way, so she asks Ichigaki to help her find materials for a potion that will reverse the effects, which require different kinds of animal testicles for some reason? Yeah, it's very strange. Flash forward to Ichigaki getting murdered by and I quote a horny gorilla at the zoo he wakes up to discover that he now has a robot body and Misao is inside his head controlling his actions fortunately she's very bad at controlling him oh no though it's the first day of school and we're gonna be late whoa Misao makes Ichigaki launch out of his window naked immediately activating a cloaking device to give him clothes popcorn David Oh, God. Oh, I know why Jordan had me to do this. Jordan was so happy to toss this section to me. Misao says that Ichigoki deserves to live out his youth in school, and she can't go at her size, so she's going to live vicariously through him. Just then, they encounter a gorilla harassing a girl for the bananas she's carrying, which were a keepsake from her mother. Probably the only good joke in the entire manga, by the way. And rest in peace, Harambe. Ichigoki launches into action, with Misao controlling him in a G Gundam outfit. Unfortunately, she has no athletic skills, so she can't do shit. Just then, Ichigoki's special meter hits Max, and she has him fire a rocket punch, launching the girl back into the zoo. Misao then realizes that they're going to be late, and activates the thruster hidden in his butthole, and he flies into his classroom, where he introduces himself as a regular, normal human being. Yes. First impressions. Fucking butthole rocket. That's actually a good name for a uh, good name for a band. Yeah. What was it? It was airplane, and then it became spaceship. Jefferson airplane, Jefferson starship. Yeah. Yeah, that could be what the butthole surfers do. Is that what you're gonna say? Literally, what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to just say anyone who makes a getting head joke is immediately banned from our Discord. She is 16, sir. She's younger than that. They are just starting high school. See, she is not 19. No. So this art fucking sucks. You just tell the art was off. Like, this had to be the funniest fucking thing you've ever read in your entire life for this not to be terrible. That is the immediate first impression. You know, like, again, if the writing was really good, I wouldn't give a shit. The writing is not very good. I would even call it bad. Yeah. I mean, the best example of it is high school family. You can argue and definitely if you really look at it is very well drawn. It's the style. This had to have been as funny as high school family to get away with the art style. It uses, which or it does Magu-chan. Or Magu-chan. Yeah, it, it eventually it got canceled after like 30 chapters or so. But I think it was like 70, like 70 chapters, you know, like it was technically a flaw that's why we covered in our patreon series that's a shout out go subscribe to patreon to hear yeah. our excellent series but no i mean this series didn't even get to 20 so yeah oh god again this is just you read this first chapter you're like this is not going far this is definitely not funny enough there are one or two jokes that are like okay yeah, I wrote it down where it was like, I laughed once or twice reading this, but that's not great. The one that I thought was funny was just a gorilla is harassing this girl for the banana she's carrying on her back. And she's like, no, this is a keepsake for my mother's. Yeah, I mean, just the violent gorilla thing, I guess, was kind of funny, but <sighs> and you're grading on a curve. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess it's like it's technically in the not I'll say it counts as the first chapter, but the cover art for the volumes of this series actually go really hard. Really? It's like Aliens Area where the cover art just goes really hard for some reason. Or not like it goes really hard. It's just like very well-designed cover art. That's really weird. Yeah. Of all the manga, right? 
Yeah, I just, I don't really know what to say besides this series is ugly. Plot is stupid, even for a gag manga, and it's just poorly drawn and not funny, and you can't have both. Yeah, is there even a plot here? I guess the plot is uh, he's trying to live out his high school days without anybody finding out he's a robot. Which is always stupid. I don't think there's ever been a good series where it's, I have to hide the thing that makes me fun and unique. That was one of the reasons Witch Watch was dope is they did it for one chapter and they were like, all right, you got us. I'm magical. And everyone was really supportive of it. So we now just have a bunch of fun witch adventures. Because imagine if she was still trying to fucking hide the fact that she was magical for that during that entire series. David, David, are you telling me you didn't like Fairly Odd Parents? All right, that's fair. <laughs> the one case that worked. Yeah, yeah. It's like Hunter Hunter was the one good exam arc. Yeah. All right. So that was our first impressions. David, would you read another 10 chapters of this? I see that you wrote your power word here, which was the best. Jordan, why don't you tell them what I wrote? I accidentally wrote my power word here because I was like, where was my power word? And then I had to write it twice. <laughs> it's like literally, would you read another chapters of this? And David said, butthole. <laughs> I know I didn't delete it because I thought I thought that was way funnier. Oh, and mine is no, but the thing is that I actually did read a few chapters of this when it came out. Why? Morbid curiosity. It was more like, am I right in picking this as a definite flop? Am I crazy? And then I read a few chapters like, no. As a comedy, you put your best jokes in the first chapter. Yes. And he couldn't even do that. No. I mean, I think he did. This is the best he's got. It was kind of funny when the lady's like, oh, you can have my special bananas. And he's like, I thought these were like a keepsake. Yeah. So, Jordan, uh, besides unfunny jokes, what do you think will happen next? One of his powers will be transforming into a car. There's a secret society after Ichigaki because he's a robot and he doesn't want people to know. And they're like, oh, my God, is there a robot at school? And we will not meet his parents. How about you? I think that's all fair. Mine is the gorilla incident was no coincidence. Rest in peace, Harambe. What does that mean? We will see. What? What does that mean? Harambe the gorilla? No, I mean, why was, what do you mean by it's no coincidence? I know who Harambe is, David. It was not an accident that the gorilla like almost killed him and he had to be turned into a robot. Oh, I see. Okay. We will see less than 10 of his hidden features because mm -hmm. they said he has like 100 hidden features. So I know we're not going to see all 100, but that's like too obvious. But I think we'll see less than 10 of them. Okay. And finally, there will be a big booby supporting character that Misao will make those like, ah, oh, flat, flat as justice or like, you know, mo no booby jokes that are such a staple of bad comedy nowadays. You know, like boob envy jokes will come from her. That's kind of a Hail Mary that, oh, you mean, oh, okay. I thought you were like, she will not make any boob jokes. You're saying she will make jokes about not How she doesn't have boobs. boobs. Okay. Like, yeah. Because I was going to say, saying that she's not going to make boob jokes, that is a huge Hail Mary. Oh, yeah. No, what you're saying makes more sense. This is reminding me of a really funny joke in Witch Watch where there was like, I think it was like his new neighbor and it was like this really thick lady. And one of the main characters like sees her, runs the house and is like, guys, guys, the lady with giant boobs is finally showing up in the series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Witch Watch. Yeah, you already spoiled it. But what's your power word? Butthole. Because this series, I can't believe I saw a butthole in this manga. Yeah. Mine is testicles. God. We have like connecting, literally connecting yes. fucking power words. Inches apart. Yeah, but yeah, it's like potion is made from different kinds of animal testicles for some reason. Oh, what a funny joke, David. Isn't that really funny? 
No. Oh. Q&A time. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who posts their questions in the Shonen Flop Discord. You can find a link to it in the show notes or on our website, shonenflop.com. And just a reminder, we give priority to people who are new to asking questions, haven't been asked in a while, or patrons. Starting off with Pirate Shinny. Which flop manga would make the best Dynasty Warrior style game? Dark Mage. Fuck, that's really good. I, uh, <laughs> now I don't know what to say. Yeah. That's probably the best answer. I think Candy Flurry could be fun. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good power set for that kind of game. Yeah. Next up from Engine the Engineer, is podcasting an art or a skill? It's a scart. It's a scarf. Scart. Speaking of scarves, I just remember I heard a man tell. I said scart. I know, but I wanted to talk about scarves. Okay, all right. I overheard a guy in the streets in New York telling his friend how his scarf closet is too full, so he has to start getting rid of some of his scarves. And I just like really wonder what it's like living a life like that. Wow. You have a scarf closet, which means you have an extra closet in New York, too. That man is rich as fuck. Oh, yeah. He's like the kind of person who has like an 80 pound dog in New York City. Yeah. Or what if like he has a whole closet for scarves and then he just has to lay all his clothes around his room because he has no place to put his clothes? Or it's actually it is a scarf singular closet and it's just he has like the Doctor Who scarf from the fourth <laughs> doctor and it's just one scarf. So if he wants a second scarf, he has to get rid of that scarf. His scarf closet is full at one scarf. Yes, it's just a spindle and he just walks out of his house and it slowly unwinds. David, is podcasting an art or a skill? I think it's a skill. I think it's an art more so than a skill. And that's why we're great together. All right, next up from Chicken Warlord. Which two characters from different flop manga would you want to team up to make a new manga and what would it be about? Shit, Jordan, this reminds me actually. Also, if you were to have a gag manga character randomly show up in a chapter of this series, much like Protect Me Shigamaro had Magu-chan, who would you have? Mash. Uh, I'd have Gomez just show up and be a good boy. That'd be pretty good, yeah. He attends the high school family high school. What if MASH shows up and people are just like, oh my God, look at that thing Ichigaki did. Oh my, he must be a robot. And MASH is like, I can do that with my muscles. Maybe he's just jacked. Or, or MASH just thinks he's also jacked because of the stuff he can do. Oh, I love it. That sounds more fun than the series. Y- yeah. I'm going to miss MASH. That was, it ended last week. Really? Yeah. It was a good ending. It, it ran its course. I saw that the anime is out. Oh, yeah. It's going to cover the whole series if you want to start watching it. Yeah. I'm- Back to the question. So which two characters would you have team up? I would have Jim Naruto and the guy from Red Sprite team up. And it's kind of like a manga where they have to solve crimes and the Red Sprite guy has to like keep Jim Naruto from being racist. And (laughs) Jim Naruto is constantly trying to fuck up Red Sprite guys thing because, you know, I'm on Red Sprite guy's side. So it's like, yeah, biased. I am sure Jim Naruto is anti-Semitic, too. Of course. He hates globalism. (laughs) I think a team up of the detectives from ITLC and False Detective would be pretty dope. Oh, that'd be good. Or imagine if they were partners, like, and he's trying to constantly make her not realize that he's a fake detective. Oh, I like that. Detective Detective. There you go. Detective X Detective. Actually, that does, that does sound like a name of a Japanese manga would be Detective X Detective. Yes. Okay. All right. Next up from Sandman. Cats or dogs? I think that answer is pretty obvious, Jordan. Well, I think that they both have their place and it's not right for me to choose. I recuse myself from this I choose question. dogs. I know that David chooses I choose dogs. dogs. I know. There's no reason not to pick a dog. Why do you want to constantly have to work to have your pet like you? But you also don't have to constantly worry. Like, cats are very self-sustaining. Like, you don't need to take your cat out. You can kind of just bring him in. The cat's fine. But my dog is litter trained. Dog is litter trained? Yeah, my dog has a pee pad that she pees on. Yeah, but I also really like cats. They just hang out. They just kind of do their own thing, and it's kind of cool. It's like having a roommate versus, like, a baby. I know, they're just a weird little dude. 
They're just a weird little dude. I like it. <laughs> I've been living with a cat, and you know, it's kind of like when a cat gives you their respect, you feel good. Fair. All right. From David, what celebrities would you most like to have on the show? And by celebrity, I mean like Hollywood celebrities. David, is that you? Yes. For the record, when I post the question, it does not actually count as a question slot. So we still have five questions that are not for me for this episode. Oh, God. Um, I don't even know who's a celebrity anymore. I haven't been paying attention. I think I've said in the past, James Gunn is the celebrity I think would be the best guest to have on the show. Oh, that'd be cool. He's also from Troma, so you know that he's weird. Yeah, I would cover zombie powder with James Gunn. There you go. That's our new uh, moonshot guest to have on zombie powder is James Gunn. James Gunn, come on the podcast. Yes, fans petition him. Yeah, I uh, fucking, I can't think of anybody else really. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, maybe. I know that Henry Cavill is like weirdly into like nerd stuff. Definitely Henry Cavill. Michael B. Jordan, I know is super into anime too. Yeah. Oh, what about Jack Black? Oh, what about Kevin Smith? Oh, Kevin Smith would be good. Jack Black, as you were saying, Ashley would be really fun. Yeah. I'm going to just email these people and see what happens. Yeah, fuck it. I, I know Kevin Smith does a lot of podcasting. Fucking whatever. I will go email Kevin Smith after this. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, we'll figure out how to schedule him. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Kevin Smith. Ugh, that was a great question. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. From a terrible question asker. <laughs> Next up from Israfont. Would you ever consider doing episodes about one shots and discussing if they would work as a full manga? Love to hear your thoughts on manga by the Kaki Garul character as some manga name that I've never heard of that was canceled after one chapter. Oh, I'm familiar with that manga, David. Is that the plagiarism one? Oh, yeah. He's talking about Cheat Slayer, which is a manga that not only uh, specifically exists to take shots at Isekai, which that aspect I think is pretty good. The part that I don't like, which is absolutely the second reason it got canceled, is that it has a moment where the main character literally rapes a corpse. What? Yeah, that happens in the Jesus manga. Jesus Christ. It happens in the chapter Cheat of Cheat Slayer. I, was, I remember reading, I'm like, why did this get canceled? Oh. oh. And then it turns out that wasn't the reason it got canceled. It got canceled no. because of plagiarism. It's more parodical. Like, it's trying to be satirical more so than just straight up plagiarism. But it is also like, there's a character that's supposed to be Aqua from Konosuba called like Pyro or something. Like, it's very, yeah. very blatant, extremely blatant. <laughs> but yeah, my thoughts on that are not good should have been canceled yeah. one of the angriest manga i have ever read in my life uh yeah i will say actually we are kind of doing that we're covering diesel which was a one issue series yeah so you may see some of that and we'll definitely be playing around with the format i think we are taking a little bit of a break from doing long form reviews just because we don't want people to feel like half our content of the year is on one series so depending on things we'll definitely try and see if we can find some series that we can discuss in such a capacity so i think that's a great idea yeah, absolutely. And David, thank you so much for editing the chibi. Oh, no problem. And Jordan, thank you so much for all of your hard work on the show and editing this episode as well. Yeah, we team up to edit these episodes. In case you were wondering why we both thank each other for the same thing. <laughs> Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati. Thank you, Dylan, for assistance with editing. Find his podcast, Anime Out Context, at AnimeOutContext.com. Thanks to Chucker and Maxi B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. I feel Maxi B would have a really good field day if we covered that one, that series, talking uh, about all the plagiarism references. Yeah. And you can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever else you get your podcast. Come join the Discord. It's open to everyone, patron or not. Hang out with us, talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind. We even 
even have a monthly movie night. Find a link to it in the show notes or on our site. And if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to the Patreon. We won't be able to keep the show running without their support. Get a lot of awesome perks like we talked about. We had a full review of Magachan where we had some really awesome guests. We had the awesome musician Trey. We had Sean from Amateur Context. Brad from Overly Sarcastic Productions. Derek, aka Great Big Sword, the winner of our best episode of the year for 2021. And our very own Tucker and Maxi B on our first ever episode with two guests on it. Oh, yes. And as we alluded to, Jordan, what is our content this month going to be? Well, we are going to be covering the manga known as Diesel. It wasn't intended to be a one-shot, but it effectively became a one-shot when it never got a second chapter because it was terrible. And we will be covering that with Buckmeister uh, because it is also a latent JoJo ripoff. Like, shockingly, before JoJo got any recognition in the West. So it's quite the read. Yeah. Speaking of perks, you could also be listening to our warm-up audio, deleted scenes, and I'm going to give a shout-out to all of our wonderful patrons right now. Starting with our Chainsaw Man patron, we got Dude Man Bro Guy. Moving on down to the Dolphin Dad, we have Familiarity Breeds Contempt in Children. By the way, hi, Samantha. Rachel, my lovely fiancé, I love you, my little gnome. And then moving on down to my favorite tier, the Ravioli tier, where you get weekly photos of the best goblin dog in the universe. We have Chris, Eva, Israfont, Josh Robinson, Karate Chopsticks, Rachel, my wonderful fiancé. She helped me play my bachelor party because I don't have a best man. Scholar Mimidin and Trevor Schechner, who I just went hiking with. Ooh. Moving on down to the King of the Forest, we have 090Z, Shallow Florine, Gabe Landu, Jake Rub, Andrew Galway, King Salamander, Kirbymon, Marty, Max Baker, T, The Wolf, The Wood, and The Trafalgar, and Tommy Boy. Then moving on down to Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have a mid-sized sedan, Andy's Islands, Blah Moo, Ryan Sexton, David Ackerson, Dennis James Moan, Drago, Drew, Dylan Kreider, Nigel, Generic Man, Green, Hans, Heavy Metal Hermit Crab, Keanu, Kylie Denton, Lincoln Frey, Majority Gosling, Manly P. Hall, Marabara, My Dad, Matt, Mike. Ralph, Resident Warhammer Nerd, Rosanna Mendoza, Ryan Jasinski, Sarah Hydra, Scott Fischler, Simply for Sent by Ash, Staghorn, Tapir Clip, our very own Tucker Watley, Wright, and ZZ Digital. And thank you also to our wonderful Beast Children patrons. Yes. Uh, check out Mission Ignition. Uh, do you need a React developer or a Ruby on Rails developer? I've been doing a lot of stuff with both of those. I mean, just by listening to the podcast. Nope. Sure. Sorry. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> sorry. I'll, I had a joke, but just finish what you were saying. I didn't realize you were still. And yeah, I don't know. If you're working with that shit, I could use some experience at least to put on my resume. Uh, yeah, I need a fucking job after I got fired for that pizza place for bullshit. But other than that, I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I love you so much. David, you, what was no. the stupid fucking joke you were going to make? I was going to say, <laughs> oh man, Reacts, you definitely have had a lot of experience doing that on this show. Sure. Okay. Bye. Bye. Wait, <laughs> David. David. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next Monday as we give our full thoughts on this manga with our guests, Colton, aka Sniper King. This has been Jordan. This has been David. And you've been listening to Shona Flop. David, say it. Keep on flopping floppers. Bye.